Get your tickets now for Emma's Footprints 8th Annual Winter Gala happening on Saturday, March 4th at the Ambassador Center. This is a fun night out. Gather your friends, get dressed up, put your dancing shoes on, and come support Emma's Footprints. Tickets are now on sale. Head to our website at www.emmasfootprints.com to grab yours. Doors open at 5 p.m. We hope to see you on March 4th. listening to Confessions of a Grieving Mother by Emma's Footprints. Each week we will be bringing you stories to give you a real look on what families go through after they experience a pregnancy or infant loss. Our goal is to help educate, support, and break the stigma around this topic. Be prepared for tears and laughter as we remember our babies. This is going to be real, raw, and vulnerable, so get your boots on. It's going to be messy. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Grieving Mother. I am Tracy Emma's mom. And I am Julie Guess's mom. And this is the first episode of the new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I forgot our noisemakers. <laughs> um, but we have our friend Jamie in the studio with us. Hi, Jamie. Hello. Whose mama are you? I'm Josiah's mom. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. I uh, am. Um, I was going to say, he just had a birthday. He did. But we'll get into that yeah. in a second. So thanks for joining us in the office. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. On this cold day. Oh, it's it is so cold. cold. Please mm-hmm. send mittens, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> We're frozen. I have my hands in my pocket. <laughs> it's snowy out there. Okay, so did you grow up in Erie, Jamie? I did, yes. Born and raised? I wasn't born here. I was raised here. Okay. I came when I was four years old. So. Where were you born? Virginia. I did not oh. know that. Mm-hmm. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Yep, Fairfax. Get out of here. Ah, mm-hmm. That's cool. Wow. So you grew up in Erie. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I don't, before we dive into Josiah, how many children? Living children. Living children do you have? Okay. So I have six total children, five living. Um, Caden is 19. Addison is 12. Aubrey is eight. Presley is three. And then our rainbow baby Lennox is eight months old. Yeah, she's the cutest. She's the cutest. Oh Does she gosh. look like your other kids when they were babies? She looks like Aubrey when she was okay. a baby. She mm. actually looks more like me than any of my kids. <gasps> oh, that's I so need cool. to see a side by side. Yeah, Jamie's baby picture and Lennox's <laughs> baby picture. Yeah. I also love the name Lennox. Yeah. So nineteen. How is that range for you? From it's... nineteen to eight months. <laughs> Talk more it's about crazy. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Um, you know, I keeps always you on your say, toes. yes, yeah. it keeps me on my toes and it makes, I feel like I, having parented one child to adulthood mm-hmm. and then kind of having more children that are young, it, it gives me a, like, okay, maybe you didn't do this quite yeah. well enough or I don't know, you know, something to work not on to or... like judge myself. Yeah. But, um, ways well, to grow. It yeah. directs you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And kind of says like, okay, well that didn't work. Maybe you should do that. Different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. That's good because we're always learning. Yes. Yes. And having a lot of children has taught me that no matter when you think you know it all, you don't. (laughs) You don't know it all. Like a kid comes along to tell you. "Mm, Hey, you actually don't know (laughs) anything. (laughs) Some days I feel like that. I just don't know nothing. Yeah. 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 They know more than you. I would say that like 99% of parenting is winging it. Yeah. Like so true. What's going to work today? (laughs) Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, definitely. Amen. So the first, okay. So you had four pregnancies. Mm -hmm. Before Josiah. 
Yes. Um, talk about those a little bit. Were there any complications? Like, was it easy for you to get pregnant? What did that journey look like? It's like, you know, a man looks at me and I'm pregnant. No oh, crap. <laughs> Whoops. <Achoo. laughs> yes. I've never had any issues with fertility. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I, yeah, I mean, my pregnancies, looking back, comparing to Josiah, were easy, mm-hmm. simple, like straightforward mm-hmm. pregnancies. I mean, in the time, there was little things here. My thyroid, you know, always wanted to go wonky. Right, okay. Stupid, like not stupid. I don't want to yeah. say stupid, but yeah. little stuff little that, yeah, that yeah, in the, big in scheme the of things. moment was like, oh, you know. Yeah. But then hindsight, right. they say. Those worked themselves out. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they could turn into something. Yeah. Right. Yes. Not yeah, it could. Necessarily nothing, but... but it was all I mean, they minor. make you kind of forget. Like, they're so minor. They're right. big in the moment, but right. then the next pregnancy comes along, you kind of forgot that you had that issue. Right. And, mm-hmm. like, because everything that big of a deal. kind of resolved itself. Yeah. Yeah. Or and you have a pregnancy like Josiah's, yeah, and then yeah. you're like, oh. Right. This, this is, is actually a complicated right. pregnancy. Right. Yeah. Okay, so when did you get pregnant with Josiah? Um, I found out in June of 20. How do people remember that? I don't know. I just throw that out there what day is it today our guests are so good when i listen <laughs> I to the podcast i'm like how do you know what month and year and what you were wearing yeah well, the pandemic helps a little yeah bit. well that's so. okay yeah. it does kind of scale it a little bit yeah. it does narrow things let's not down. talk about the 1900s though <laughs> we can't remember what's happening there i mean i always get a little like haha chuckle and funny not funny yeah because everyone you know 2020 was like the worst pandemic year and yes. it was like oh it was such a bad year and i'm like you yeah. know yeah, I'll tell you about the bad year. Yeah, you yeah, think yours like, was bad. Right, I don't right. want to tell you my story. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so June of 2020. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that either. I mean, the world had just shut down. Yeah, in March. You know I mean? yeah. yeah, and I would say, like, I don't recall. You could probably speak more to it, but I would say it was more serious at, by June. Right. It's like we didn't know what we were doing in March and April. Right. Yeah. And then it kind of got, like, serious. Well, things kind of started to reopen, but... Because I do remember, like, I had the uh, opportunity to go back to work at the end of June. But, hmm. like, things What was your my, career? I was a server. Okay. At Outback. Yeah. Really? Okay, so the... W- huh, that's interesting. The restaurants were opening. Yeah, was they were starting... They actually, I remember... In person or just curbside? <laughs> no, in person, okay. I believe. Um, I just remember because it was one of my friend's birthdays. And so it was, like, June 25th, uh-huh. 26th, right in there, is when they reopened. But by that point, I couldn't work with the pregnancy because okay. I was bleeding every day. Okay. Okay, so you find out you're pregnant. What were the symptoms that you said, hey, I should take a pregnancy test? Um, well, the funny thing is I had had a period in May. So we were trying to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. We had been trying for, oh, I don't know, months. But I was still breastfeeding Presley, so that, like, suppresses yeah. right. your ovulation or something like that so we had been trying and I kept getting periods so I was mm-hmm. like, whatever actually my first period came back March okay of 20 okay so I was like oh a pandemic and my period <laughs> yay <laughs> um, what a gift <laughs> right <laughs> and then so yeah so then June rolls around and I don't really know, like, I had a couple symptoms, but I really didn't think I was pregnant. That was the funniest thing. Hmm. So when I took the pregnancy test, 
I was obvious, like I was shocked. Yeah. And then I then because like I don't know. Everyone always comes to me like, oh, when this was my last period. Like when da 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 da. Yeah. And like it's so easy to find an app. So I just right. put it's my true. I put my period in and you know thought okay I'm like yeah. this many weeks whatever. Like I thought I was early. And then I ended up going to the doctor in July, like the second week of July. And I was 11 weeks instead of seven. I was wow. Like, I was like, oh. As soon huh. as they put that, because I had like the transvaginal. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as they put the thing in there, I was like, oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's a bigger baby than I was expecting. That heartbeat's very strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's not a, you know, yeah. like they look like tadpoles. Right. Beginning, right? Yeah. And so much happens yeah. in those first It wasn't a tadpole. Weeks. It was no. like a full baby. I yeah. was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. didn't expect this to happen. Okay, so you said you were bleeding. Were you mm-hmm. bleeding before that first doctor's appointment? Um, or did that start after? You know, I think it started right around the same time. Okay. Um, I do remember at that doctor's appointment, they saw the, um, it's subchorionic hematoma. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have, they explained it like it's a bruise in the lining of the right. amniotic sac. Okay. Basically. So, you, they saw that and you knew that. Yeah. And yeah. is that why the bleeding was happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, unfortunately, it was this kind of stressful time in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, like, if I would get upset or anything, like, I would bleed heavier. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, one of those, like, you need to stay calm. You yeah. need yeah. to stay, yeah. like, just chill out, be on bed rest. But I had... Children to take yeah, care yeah, for. Yeah, Presley was... Happening. I want to say she was 16, 15 or 16 months old Aww, at yeah. the time. She turned one in February. Okay, of that year. Yeah, so she was still little. Yeah. So it was rough, but we yeah. got through it. And even though, I mean, you're bleeding because they said you have a subchronic hematoma, so you know the reason, but that's not. Yeah. And, like, uh, the thing is. Less terrifying. It was a lot of like large clots. Like mm. I would like get like golf mm. ball size clots. Oh so my gosh. I can't tell you how many times I thought I lost it. Yeah. yeah. Like just based on the bleeding because you're not supposed to bleed when you're right. pregnant. No. Right. So that's scary. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. So then that shifted into like, I guess at what, at what point did symptoms progressively get worse or was it just mainly bleeding and then we, we kind of have a little bit of a pregnancy, like, Yeah, or... I mean, so my, besides the bleeding, I was very sick when I was pregnant okay. with Josiah. Like, n- just not, I remember the whole month of September, um, I pretty much just stayed on the couch. Yeah, like, vo- like, <laughs> yes. nauseous. Nauseous, vomiting. Vomiting. Yeah, like, just couldn't, didn't have an appetite for anything. Uh, it yeah. was, it was miserable. It yeah. was one of my most miserable pregnancies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that kind of sucked. But yeah. um, so the bleeding lasted until 17, 17 or eighteen weeks, and then I had like two nice little weeks where mm. everything was kind of calm. Yeah, okay. In the bubble, and I thought a every, bit. yeah, I thought everything was gonna be all right, and then uh, my twenty week ultrasound rolled around, and so like I don't do a lot of the early prenatal testing. Mm-hmm. I had my first kid nineteen years ago, and it. They didn't do that stuff. It was different times back then. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I appreciate the advances, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like, especially the way I feel, like, I wouldn't have 
done anything different mm-hmm, right. having known you know like I still would have carried the baby so right. I don't know to me again this is a hindsight thing yeah. yeah to me it didn't really seem like it was necessary did you do it Mm-mm. no no not with Josiah not okay. like not you know like they offer the 12 week right NIPT right and you can t- do the trans work yeah yeah, right. yeah. <clears throat> so I didn't do any of that so I mean I besides the bleeding I didn't have any other concerns being pregnant with him mm-hmm. I just I knew it was a boy because we did sneak peek okay so I did find out it was a boy pretty early um and we were ecstatic because we really wanted yeah a boy. yeah um so what did the 20 week ultrasound look like um so they ended up finding shadowing in his heart okay which normally isn't a huge deal but combined with my age because I was 35 at the time mm-hmm. um, it increases your risk factors mm-hmm. to have it's like it's like a what do they call it a um, soft marker okay for down syndrome mm-hmm. okay so with the shadowing in his heart and combined with the fact that I was 35 which they consider advanced maternal age mm-hmm. um, they just wanted to check further mm-hmm. and, okay. you know so even at that point, I was like, "Wow, everything's fine." Like, yeah, I was gonna say what, when I you mean, left that sonogram. Yeah, like, yeah. Did you know what of, that kind of meant? I mean, or? I knew what it meant, but I also was like, "I mean, ultrasounds are shadowy, right?" right. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they're trained to see them, but right. I don't know. I was looking at it, and I was like, "It looks good to me." Right. Yeah. Everything else felt good. So yeah. yeah so I wasn't too worried. Um, so do they reschedule another sonogram? No, what they did is they I, they drew the Harmony, the NIPT, okay. that day. Um, they did some other stuff, too. I can't even really remember everything. But, yeah, so then we just waited for the results. And then they also, that day, they scheduled a, um, a fetal echo oh, okay. to check his heart. Yeah. So. Um, what does that process look like? fetal echo yeah is it just like another sonogram ish yeah it's a sonogram it's like a detailed sonogram of his heart okay and like all the way the blood flows Mm -hmm. and got some red and blue Mm -hmm. colors on the screen yeah and yep yeah yeah and you're just like yeah yeah there's a heart i see four chambers like you know you know the basics especially if you've had a few kids right yeah so i saw a cord Uh uh-huh you know i saw flow in the cord that's cool it looked good to me yeah um, so before I even had the fetal echo, I did get the results back from the NIPT, which was high risk for Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at that point, like, you know, mom gut, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was reassuring me. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, my cousin had that happen and it was wrong. Like, oh, my sister's brother's wife. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, everybody had a story. <laughs> uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. And basically everyone's just like, oh no, you're fine. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be fine. And I think my gut told me that it was going to come back. Like, he had Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. I just, I remember looking at his ultrasound pictures, and there's, like, a couple different markers for Down syndrome. Like, their ears are more mm-hmm. set back. Okay. Um, the shapes of their eyes, which you can't really see on ultrasound. But I remember, like, examining his... After you got those results? After I, yeah, after I got the results, just examining the, like... Oh, well, in the neck thing, they have, like, a okay. little bit mm-hmm. of a thicker neck. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, looking at him, like, oh, I don't know. And I had a friend who had a baby that had Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. 
and she had messaged me after we got the high risk results back and she's like oh well i don't see like his ears look you know in the they look high to me uh-huh. and i was like i don't think so oh yeah but Aww. so i mean i did have hope but at the same time like thing was down syndrome isn't a death sentence right like yeah. it's not you know yep. it's i knew it wasn't going to be easy but right. at the same time i didn't the thought of him passing away never crossed right, my mind. Like, I just thought, you know, they'll monitor me closer. Like, maybe mm-hmm. he'll come a couple weeks early. My biggest thing was this heart because I mm-hmm. know that Down syndrome and heart defects are highly correlated. And so, like, that was my thing. Like, is he going to be born with a heart defect? Mm-hmm. Like, that's where my brain was at the time. And, you know, did you know that information going into it or did you like gather? Were you gathering this information as you were getting results? Because well, I don't think I knew that the two were. So I did know that Down together. syndrome and, and I did know that about the correlation between okay. the heart defects. Um, I've I went to nursing school before. Yeah, she's, now. Right. she's going to be a real nurse I'm <laughs> in nursing school now. Yeah, but I had her. gone before. So I did. I did know that like in the back of my head. Okay. But I did do research. OK. Um you know yeah going into it and so like I don't know I again at that time pretty hopeful like that was because it all happened fast mm-hmm. right um I want to say my my old my 20 week older son was like mid-September okay and then by the first week of October is when I found out that it he did have down syndrome they okay. did a they ended up doing an amniocentesis. Okay. I was did you have to go away for that? Or Pittsburgh? Not away, but like... No. You did it. Nope, they did it right here in okay. Erie. Um, they have doctors that come from the Cleveland Clinic. Okay. So I saw Dr. Chapa. Okay. Um, and how quick are those results? Do they come in? Um, It was within... It was within days. I want to say it was like five days. Okay. It wasn't too long. Um, I remember when I got the call... We were, um, we were doing virtual learning at that mm, time, yeah. so everybody was home, and I was trying to be a teacher and round up Presley. Wear your many hats. <laughs> yeah, Presley used to like. Um, I always said Presley learned more that year than yeah. Aubrey did because Presley would always be in the camera dancing, and the teacher would be like, "Aubrey, your sister's in the camera, but you're not." And I'd be like, "Just." <laughs> Aubrey's got that a Barbie. That was a hard time. <laughs> yeah, that was Aubrey a hard would, time. She would, like, make a whole Barbie situation yeah. in the corner right by her ta- or her computer, and I'd be like, are you learning or are you Barbie? Right. Yeah. Both, Mom. Both. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So um, I remember walking in the kitchen and, you know, her telling me that the results came back and mm. it was positive for Down syndrome or however she worded it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, it wasn't about him having Down syndrome and, you know, it was more about me being scared of how I was going to handle it, uh-huh. how my kids were going to handle how it was going to affect their yeah. lives because, you know, having a special needs baby and child yeah. isn't easy. Right. Like, yeah. It so, does change things. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was my my biggest fear and worry is like how is this going to affect them? Right. Yeah. And you know, how am I going to handle all this? Yeah. yeah. Um again, no 
real thoughts of, you know, he's going to come early or sure. anything like that. It was just mostly what am I in for and his right. heart. Right. Just yeah. worrying about if his heart was going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll dive back into Jamie's story. Emma's Footprints has paid over $140,000 in our mission expenses this year. Being able to take away the financial stress during a very difficult time for a family is only part of what we do. If our mission tugs at your heart, we encourage you to make a donation that will allow us to continue to serve families that have experienced a pregnancy or infant loss. Head to our website at www.emmasfootprints.com and look for the donate tab at the top of the page. As always, thank you for your support and for allowing Emma's to say yes to families grieving pregnancy and infant loss. Okay, so you get the results, and what does it look like kind of moving forward? So now they they tell you positive for Down syndrome, Mm -hmm. and what does your care kind of shift to? Um, Well, so I had the fetal echo scheduled, um, but really, like, I had another doctor's, regular doctor's appointment scheduled. I was being followed by the midwives because I love the midwives. Yeah. Um, So I was still seeing them for my normal appointments and just doing the – the what do they call it maternal fetal medicine okay yeah Yeah, I was still I was seeing him I had an appointment to see him and then I had the appointment for the um for the echo so they did the amniocentesis at the appointment with the maternal fetal medicine and like I said I got those results saying confirming the down syndrome before I had the fetal echo appointment so I went to the fetal echo appointment. That was t- the 22nd. October wow, 22nd. you're good. <laughs> yeah. I only remember because of how fast everything yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Because so when they did the fetal echo, his heart was perfect. But they um, found a problem with his cord and placenta hmm. called absent end systolic flow of the umbilical artery. Basically, there's no flow well yeah there's no flow in part of the cord now i I did a research on it when Uh they told me and i still don't really understand Uh like i know there's three vessels in the cord right so i'm assuming that one part of it i don't right where's the flow stop and what does that really look like yeah Yeah. he wasn't getting enough nutrients like he was always under on his you know how they like yeah. measure everything yeah. and give you an estimated mm-hmm. weight. So yeah, he was always under. Um, so that was why mm-hmm. we found out. Um, so after the fetal echo, they put me in a room and I had to wait for a doctor to come in. They told me his heart was perfect, but like I knew something was wrong because right. why am I in a room? room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was with my friend that day and like we were joking around because like Sometimes I don't know. First of all, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. First of all, I use humor, uh-huh. as, yeah. you know, like to deal with things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was like, what else could possibly go wrong? Like, right. you know, just right. I don't know. So it was kind of like, haha, we're just clowning around in there a little bit, and we were waiting forever, which doesn't surprise me right. because. You know, I didn't have an appointment with this doctor. I was right. just being They're thrown in, in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she finally comes in and 
basically explains everything to me. Um, his placenta wasn't gonna maintain my pregnancy mm-hmm. to 40 weeks. Um, I wanna say, cause I, I saw Dr. Sprout that day, but then I remember Dr. Scatello was the one that told me that the average delivery for a baby with that condition was 28 to 32 weeks. Okay. I want to say that was in the hospital. So after she talked to me, they sent me straight to St. Vincent and it was a Thursday. Um, I spent, I got the first round of beta methasone uh-huh. <clears throat> shots for his lungs. Yeah. And then he ended up, he was like doing funky things on the monitor. So they kept me overnight. They sent me home Friday after they gave me the next round of shots. And then Friday was a normal evening. I woke up Saturday. I remember just because it was like, you know how they tell you like the movements, it's all about the movements, right? So I was, you know, very vigilant about his movement. And I think it was got to a point where it was like just too, I was making myself like crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember I posted on Facebook that day like, oh, does anyone have a field opera I can borrow until, you know, this baby comes so I can just like hear him. Right. Another tool for you to poking. use. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was 20, I was 25 weeks. So still early enough where yeah. I didn't always feel him. Right. right? Like, so... The day went on. I remember I was building a dresser. We had just, well, we hadn't just moved, but I don't know. A Saturday in, home project. We moved in <laughs> August and I was still, yeah, I was slowly still, but yeah, surely. exactly. But I was building a dresser. Um, and I just, I couldn't determine if it was in my head that I wasn't feeling him move as much as I normally did mm-hmm. or if it was a real thing that was happening. So I just remember all day, like I remember texting my sister, like, I don't know what to do because I don't want to be this like mom that keeps mm-hmm. going back to the hospital and then they mm-hmm. think I'm like crazy. Right. But at the same time, I don't want anything, you know, bad to happen. So I just remember debating it all day and like, I remember like I was drinking water and I was doing the ice chips and my like one craving when I was pregnant with him and I finally wasn't sick anymore <clears throat> was uh, the Dairy Queen chicken salad. Oh, yum. <sighs> my favorite. <laughs> I don't know if I've good ever decision. had it. Good <laughs> uh, It has like bacon. Yes. Mm. It's got yeah. all the good stuff mm-hmm. in it. Honey mustard dressing. Mm. I like ranch, but <laughs> I'll forgive you. It's a podcast for another day. what's your dressing type (laughs) what does it say about you (laughs) um so yeah so i ordered that like if this doesn't get him going i don't know what exactly will so i remember texting my sister like if i don't get any real good movement by seven i'm going to the hospital Mm -hmm. and seven came and seven went and Mm -hmm. i went to the hospital yeah um actually i lived next door to a close friend of mine at the time so she took my kids and I went to the hospital um when I got there they got me all hooked up I was around nine o'clock when they did a biophysical profile which is just like a sonogram mm-hmm. that they score so they get like up to eight points and Josiah scored five out of eight that day um so like he, he was not doing 
great right. at that point. Like his heart rate was lower than they wanted it to be. His tone was lower than they wanted it to be. Um, and then the flow that was absent in his cord was now reversed, which they also told me that Thursday night in the hospital that if his flow reversed, that was end game. I couldn't stay pregnant anymore. Oh, wow. So they did that at nine o'clock at night. And then they told me that they were going to repeat it at nine o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. And if, you know, go from there basically. Right. But if it looked the same or worse mm-hmm. that, you know, I kind of knew it was, that was Next it. steps what happened. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So, uh, doctor leaves, you know, I'm in the bed just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> um, the nurses were in and out all night. Like, yeah he was a 25 week baby he was already on the small side they're hard to monitor they don't yeah. stay where they want right yeah so you know he was bouncing around in there and they they're constantly yeah. in there moving the monitors and so it was like i'd finally fallen asleep i learned like two or three but you know how you're like asleep but awake kind yep. of yeah so they come in at four and there was like three of them but I wasn't really alarmed. I was like, okay, you know, yeah. just, just extra good the, care. The gang's the gang is all here. Yeah. He's back. Um, and they were moving the monitors, and the one amazing nurse that actually was a nurse when, was my nurse when I had Presley, and she was there when I had Lennox. Um, you know, she's like, his heart rate is going down. We're just, you know, keeping an eye on it. It's been down for it was about six minutes. She said. Um. Right after she said that, Dr. Thompson called on the phone and she told him what was going on and she turned to me and said, we're going for a stat C-section. Oh, wow. So that was that. He, his that heart, was at four in the morning? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. He was born at 424. Wow. Mm. I sent my last text to my friend telling her she needed to get there now at 418. Oh, wow. And by 424, he was born. Yeah. I remember like... Um, going into the operating room i was in the room right next to the operating room so it was like shoop. uh-huh and then i remember like i was trying to like be sure you know positive right so i remember shimming over to the table and like i had had an epidural with my first two but then they mess up my back so i try to always go epidural-less. Mm-hmm. uh-huh but i knew that they were gonna have to give me drugs right so i shimmy over and i'm like you know, I get in the position, pop my back out, and I'm like, oh, is this how I'm supposed to be? And they're like, oh, no, sweetie, you need to lay down. And I, or they're like, we're knocking you out. And oh, like, yeah, oh, emergency C-section. Yeah. You're stat out. Yeah. I never had one before. I didn't know. Yeah. All my, I wouldn't have known. <laughs> all my resolve to be like, okay, was gone. Yeah. I started bawling. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, the last thing that I thought was I'm going to drown in my tears. Like, I'm going to drown. <laughs> Please don't let me drown. Had you had a C-section previous? Nope. No, this was your first. So and first then that was pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. Yes. just that alone. Yeah. yeah. No, it was very terrifying. Yeah. And then the fact that, like... You're alone. Uh, yeah, I was alone. Yeah. I had no idea if he was going to be born alive sure. or if he was going to be... Were they, ta- were they telling you any of that? Were they saying, like, there's a chance... Like, he might not make it. Was that ever a conversation? No, not before the C-section. Okay. Um, no. Okay. I don't even think there was time to have that conversation. I mean, she told me that his heart rate had been in the 60s. Like I said, it was like six minutes. 
um and they just don't their their yeah. heart rates are supposed to be like yeah a hundred over hundred <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah over a hundred so yeah typically I think his heart rate ran in like the one thirties and one forties okay. yeah which is so, average I would say yeah 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 you know yeah. all the times I had seen it so yeah so I knew that wasn't great so I guess it was just a matter of you know wondering mm-hmm. if. I was going to get to meet him alive or not. Yeah. And then just knowing you're having a 25 week baby. Sure. You know, that's happen so fast. Yeah. You know, that's way too early. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. So yeah, I was. Remember waking up? Like what was your first thought after you woke up? I want to see my baby. Yeah. 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 They actually like, um, I don't want, I don't know what word to use. They like were like, you just need to rest. And I was like, no, I want to mm-hmm. go see my baby. Yeah. Like, I want to go see my baby right now. Like, I don't want to. You have to, like, come out of it, which takes time. Right. Right. And, like, that time in your brain is, like, well, can't I just be with my baby? Right. So I'm going to say that he went to the NICU. Yeah. Right? Yep. He went to the NICU. Okay. Straight to the NICU. I found out after that he didn't cry when he was born. So, like, I didn't miss that. Because mm-hmm. I really, like, that was... I never heard him cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He always had a tube. Yeah. Um, a couple times you could tell his cry face. Like Aww. when he was, they gave him, towards the end, the last week he started Decadron, which is a steroid. His lungs were like really crappy from the tube and the vent mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. So they gave him Decadron, which is supposed to help with his lungs, but it makes them like ragey. You don't like it. Like roid rage. Mm-hmm. Just I have to say, no, no, thank you. I don't like it. Yeah, so his little face would get all scrunched up, and you could tell he was crying. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. What is his Um, birthday? When was he born? October 25th. October 25th. Mm -hmm. Sunday, October 25th. Yep. Born on a Sunday and passed on a Sunday. So let's talk about that, too. He was in the NICU for how many days? 21. And that was a roller coaster too for you because COVID. Yeah. It was a roller coaster because Some I had reasons. never had a new yeah. NICU experience. And I, you know, I was used to just having my baby. It's like a, it's a giant loss of control. Yeah. You know, you have your baby, you, yes. you get to pick how you feed your baby. You get to pick, you know, yes. what you dress your baby in. You get to pick all these things. Right. And when you have a NICU baby, yeah. you don't get any of that. You get... Yeah. This is what we have to do to keep your baby alive. Like, right. I remember, like, I had to learn how to handle him because I'm such a stroker and a yeah. patter, and I'm just always, like, you know, yeah. it's soothing to babies, but to a preemie, it's overstimulating. Yeah. You can't do that with any with any of that with them. Yeah. Like, I had to learn how to just hold my hand oh, on him. Yeah. And, like, I remember when I first saw him, obviously, like, having a little bit of ma- medical background helped but still that's your baby yep. yeah yeah it kind of goes out the window sometimes yeah yeah he was one pound five ounces so Aww. he was itty bitty yeah and and you're recovering too from a stat c-section yeah i mean it's not like you gave birth and then you could hop right to the NICU and learn how to do oh, this i did though well <laughs> she did she skipped down the hallway actually <laughs> look at that face <laughs> the nurses were like you need to you need to calm down and i'm like i need to be with my baby you need to sit. I mean, our stories are different, but the NICU, I remember being mad that other people could see my baby before I could see my mm-hmm. baby. I was mm-hmm. just like, I haven't even had a chance to see 
him or touch him anything or yeah, yeah. and you like, guys do you, even yeah. like nurses like just staff it's just mm-hmm. it's right. such a people doing their job yeah yeah it's, it's just not natural and then like the pregnancy hormones that you have in general mm-hmm. on top of you waking up and trying to recover from a c-section it's just a it's a lot yeah, yeah. and then learning uh, you know everything that you need to learn about yeah what's this what is this and like so many medications like oh we're giving this to him to stabilize yeah. his blood pressure we're doing this to do this yeah, hold on wait spell that what is that let me write that down board. check what's on the board <laughs> what did he do last night when he was sleeping all of that yeah 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 it's a lot i hung out in the NICU a lot yeah and then that's that's another you know category of it is you have these living children at home that need you right too but then right. you have this little little bean in in the NICU that you can't leave like you don't want to leave, I should say. Yeah, you and know. you can't do I'm anything. For. I guess actually, and for COVID, could you leave and come back? I could, yeah. Okay. I actually see that, and they they were amazing. The NICU staff at Saint Vincent was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave me like a nesting in room, yeah. so I stayed. I want to say I stayed like the first two weeks. I didn't. I would go home during the day, like for a couple hours here and there. But I stayed the night at the hospital just because, yeah. you know, if anything happened, I it wanted mattered. to be there. Yeah. 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 And the little stinker, he liked to, like, pull his breathing tube. Yeah. Um, Josiah. I was like, <laughs> how are you even doing this? You're yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, mighty. You are mighty. You're one pound. Like, how are you pulling your breathing tube? But he did it multiple times. Kind of like how you ran down the hallway just after <laughs> yeah. emergency C-section. <laughs> Wonder where he gets that from. Yeah, right. <laughs> did you, did, did you name run. him? When you found out you were having a boy, or was he named after he was born? So we had, well, we, I had kind of, like, you formulate a list, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, think about it, and, but every time I had done that in the past, the name that I picked, like, in that early stages of pregnancy was never the name that I actually named the baby. So I, this is actually vivid <laughs> in my mind. They, when I finally did get to go see him, they wheeled me in, in the stretcher, into the NICU, which mm-hmm. was... You know, all right. Terrible. <laughs> Trying to fit that giant stretcher yeah. into the tiny NICU is yeah. like such a scene. Going I'm around like, the corner. It's such a scene. <laughs> I'm like, don't creating look at a me. scene. End scene. <laughs> don't look at me. Um, but so the one, the, his nurse that morning, she asked me, oh, and does this little guy have a name? And I was like, uh, 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 Josiah. <laughs> so that wasn't your name. Well, that was the name oh. I had. Like okay. I, but I hadn't necessarily said. You're like commit, it. commit yeah, to it. It like, was kind of know, like a pressure. Like, yeah. Yes, yes. And the name, <laughs> nothing like a pressure <laughs> situation. Yeah. Crap. Like, uh, like I was deer in the headlights. Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you have to have a name. So yeah. yeah. So I, I did Josiah, Josiah Samuel, and like I remember I had like, I like names to have meanings. Mm-hmm. So I remember looking good up. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I was always important to me that they yeah. had like a good, strong name yeah. that, you know. Yeah. Good foundation. Yes. So, um, so yeah. So I loved that his name meant something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, I felt like, I don't know. I was always looking for signs. Mm-hmm. Sure. I felt like it was like, a, you know. Yeah. I don't know. But Josiah Samuel. Um, and what day did he pass? November 15th. Did you know that was coming that day? Was he declining? Um, was it a total so shock? So it was. Okay. 
So yeah, I mean the whole. I mean, so three weeks, right? Yeah. I mean, was it just a day by day thing? Was it? Um, it was very much a day by day thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, like, so the twelfth, I always look at the twelfth as his best day. Um, he had decent days. I mean, the thing was, he was usually stable, mm-hmm. but it was like his lungs and the ventilator. Like, how how long is he gonna stay on the ventilator? Mm-hmm. Eventually, he's gonna have to move to a lower form of right. you know, oxygen CPAP I think is what they do next um, and that so the vent was making his lungs stiff mm-hmm. and just all mm-hmm. kinds of medical yeah complications yeah um, which is why we ended up doing the decadron because supposedly that's supposed to help with the lungs um, but so like I always think about the 12th the 12th was his best day um, that day I got to go in, I got to help with his care, I got to put lotion on him, Aww. they weigh them, and so they weigh them right in the bed, but in order to do it, you have to lift them up and like zero the bed out, uh-huh. and normally the nurses did it because like, yeah. it's he has a tube, yeah, and like, a oh, you know, yeah. it's scary, yeah. um, but that day they let me do it, and it was the most incredible Aww. like feeling I had Aww. ever had, like finally just getting to have his little body in my hands, yeah. like. Oh, how special. Um, so like I really had a lot of hope after that day. I remember like people asked me and I remember the roller coaster of like you know what's going to happen. But honestly, I never thought he was going to die. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even think I let that enter my mind. Right. It was just like, you know, babies are born. Yeah, like this is going to be a long This road, happens, yeah. but, but yes, this yeah. happens, but people get through it. Babies yeah. grow up. Yeah. You know, like and I remember like taking all the pictures like oh, you know, I can't wait to look back on these in a couple of years and see how far he's come right. and that kind of thing. So um, the 14th, which was a Saturday, I was in the shower getting ready to go to the NICU and I came out and I had three missed calls from the NICU, which they don't really call you unless mm-hmm. it's something. Yeah. Like I had never gotten a call from the NICU before. I called the NICU a right, lot, but right. they never called me. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's not great. So I obviously, obviously I called right back. Like I remember standing in my towel, dripping wet on yeah. my bedroom floor, like yeah. calling to find out what was going on. And uh, his belly was distended. So they were doing interventions to kind of help that, but they really weren't sure why. And I think had I known then what I know now, I would have known, but I didn't because I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so I got to the hospital, it was around noon, um, and they had set him up to suction with, uh, out of his like NG tube Uh so they could try to suck air out of his belly. Uh Um, but really what was happening, he, so he passed away from necrotizing enterocolitis. It's a intestinal infection in your belly and like their bowels swell. Um, yeah, so I just, like, all day they were doing interventions trying to make the swelling go down. Try, they started them on all kinds of antibiotics. Was it getting worse? It was getting worse throughout the day, okay. yeah. Yeah, I actually even have pictures on my phone, like, what, you know, mm-hmm. like, they did an x-ray early that, like, when, before I got there, they had done an x-ray, and you could see all the loops, you know. Okay. And then, like, the x-ray they did later, I want to say it was around 4 o'clock, you could tell everything was more dilated, like, more yeah, swollen. Large. 
Yeah. So, um, and you know, me and my humor, I remember at one point all the nurse, like all the nurses, a physician assistant are kind of all huddled around his incubator. And I was like, you know, can't we just give him Mylocon drops? (laughs) Like he's got air in his belly. Can't we just, isn't that what they do? He's got gas. Yeah. Like just, and I mean, they all laughed and it was like Uh kind of a tension breaker because obviously he was sick. Right. Um, but you know, I don't know. It made everybody kind of just like, yeah, calm down for a Um, I remember because I had a group. Well, we have a family group chat, and I just remember like texting everybody updates and like. I don't know. Even then, I still don't think that I thought that he was gonna die. Right. I just. Yeah. He'd overcome so much already. Right. Yeah. I'm a little fighter. Yeah. But they actually didn't even confirm the necrotizing enterocolitis diagnosis. It was like six o'clock on Saturday evening, hmm. and then, like I said, I had been going back and forth right so they offered me a room that night and i kind of like that was one of my first like clues that things weren't great yeah when they offered me a room so i actually went my sister came and got me i went home grabbed a couple things and went back to the hospital and mostly i just sat there but by the time i got back the shift had changed and he just still wasn't doing good like he Mm. kept alarming yeah um his his respiratory rate kept dropping his heart rate would drop i mean it just yeah it kind of like bounced back and forth for right. a couple hours there um and i honestly think like even then with a little bit of medical medical background i had but definitely now his o2 sats were like in the 20s for mm-hmm. over an hour oh wow i mean and they asked me if i wanted to take the tube out i just I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, it. It felt like giving up on him to yeah, me. Yeah. And I just like really, you know, I don't know. I think I talked to God more. Yeah. <laughs> I talked yeah. to God a lot in that period. Yeah. And I just, I kind of like, and I remember telling him even like, if you need to go, like, it's okay. Yeah. But if you can fight, I right. really. I'm here to fight with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I really want you to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But yeah, he, I mean, he chose, he, and so then I want to say it was around one when they, you know, they knew that I wanted to hold him alive. Yeah. Like, you know, they kind of earlier in the evening, his nurse in the afternoon had asked like what I wanted if, you know, I wanted to do everything and I did. Um, I was always nervous about his quality of life Mm -hmm. over, you know, quantity. I didn't want him to be very sick and not able to do anything. But at the same time, like, I just, I mean, who wants their baby to die? Yeah. Like, you want them to do everything. Yeah. So, like I said, they knew I wanted to hold him. So they, you know, I think she kind of, like, gave me the signal, like, okay, it's it's time. time. Yeah. Yeah, it's time to hold him. So I remember when they were putting him on my chest, I just remember thinking like, well, maybe like there's still a chance. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Maybe he'll get on, you know, maybe we'll get that skin to skin. I had never held him besides that day when I got to lift him up. Yeah. I had never held him in my arms. Um, so I think I thought like, you know, maybe there'll be a miracle when, he you know he gets on me exactly Mm -hmm. like you know he's never been in my arms before like 
and you hear the stories yeah. about yeah. like you know Your babies mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah it was just like kind of hanging on to that thread yeah. of like i don't want you to go right so you're maybe. grasping at anything yeah yeah um and the funny thing is he did improve um briefly when they put him on me mm. but it just didn't last very long like his stats yeah. went up Aww. and i mean He's I, like, was, I see you mama yeah <laughs> yeah I'm always thankful for those, I don't know, it was about an hour. Mm. Um, I'm always thankful for that time. Yeah. It sucks because it's like never enough. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad I got to hold him. It, I mean, it kind of sucks because he did pass away on my chest. Mm, yeah. Um, but he, he chose. Yeah. You know, he, he, he chose. His purpose here was at the end. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I've been thinking about this a lot lately just because I'm in nursing school. I got connected to Erie City Moms mm-hmm. because of my uh-huh. connection to Emma's. And, like, <sighs> there'll never be a reason that was good enough for mm-hmm. me, you know, yeah. for him to pass away. For sure. But there has been some amazing blessings and things that have happened in my life that wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. if I hadn't have been connected with Emma's and right. then Erie City Moms. Right. And, you know, like, so... Yeah. They say everything happens for a reason, and I hate that. Yeah, we don't like that. I don't think... <laughs> I don't we, agree. I don't think everything <laughs> happens for a reason. But if everything does have to happen for a reason, I kind of feel like maybe this is... Like, this is Josiah's giving us... Right something yeah or you know leaving his mm-hmm. impact and imprint even if there's no reason there can still be purpose yeah even from no reason right right you know like you said there's no good answer of why but yeah. even in that there can be purpose yeah through that yeah yeah wow. and so you got the information did you get the information about emma's in the hospital how was the first how did you first connect with us i you know that part because you just appeared jimmy just like appeared she did yeah then then J- it was like jamie like did grady's, you connect, all life? Did grady's connect you um so okay so uh, i've already used everybody's names so. <laughs> yeah what's one um, more right exactly erica yeah. the social worker yes. at saint vincent's yeah. whoop whoop erica <laughs> yeah shout out to erica um, we love her love her she amazingly came in on her day off she on a does Sunday. That. We love you, Erica, but yeah, yeah. Stay home sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but not when Call me, us. But, but not, not for yeah, me. I know. But not for me. How do we, do it? Um, we need to clone her. <laughs> seriously, right? Um, she came in on her day off mm-hmm. on a Sunday at seven o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. to make sure like I was good to mm-hmm. walk me through, which was amazing because at the time I want to say that you guys couldn't come in to the hospital. Yeah, you we weren't couldn't. allowed to. Yeah, I don't think so. And I really, like, again, I don't know who. It was probably Erica. Who talked to who. Right. But I know, like, She probably texted Amanda and, or something. You know, yeah. 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 We had her little elves on the, on the back yeah. end. Yeah. yeah. So it just happened. Um, but, yeah, she walked me through. I remember when they, after he passed, the nurse came in. Like I was, you know, had him in the little cuddle cot or whatever, yeah, yeah. which is like nonsense because who wants to put their baby in the cot when you just want to hold them? Right. Um, but yeah, she 
she came the nurse came in and was like oh what funeral home do you use mm. just like asked the question mm. like it was like a normal like mm. oh what do you what's your favorite breakfast i was like what funeral home do i use right like uh, <laughs> <laughs> not so in 35 <laughs> know yeah it's one of those things you laugh on now because it's just like yeah um what right nonsensical i don't use a nurse or i don't use a nurse you also don't use a nursing home also no um yeah but i don't use a funeral home you know nobody's died like my parents are alive my grandparents died when i was a kid right um i don't use a funeral home i don't know and again not on your top to do priority lists no. to know those things yeah like i don't even have, life, have a life insurance yeah. i don't have a funeral home okay yeah. <laughs> this is out of order it's not funny but it's it's like it's unfortunately a common question that i feel like our families get very suddenly mm-hmm. and then you don't know how to answer it which i i remember talking about in a previous episode nobody knows how to answer the questions because you don't see yourself in that scenario Exactly. You've never right. gone through that. Hey, pretend your yeah. baby so dies. So pretend your baby dies. And what they say, what fa- but I mean, answer. you don't, yeah, you don't know. Or anybody. I yeah. mean, even if like it was, you know, a parent or, right. you know, a sibling or something mm-hmm. like you still don't mm-hmm. think anything like that's going to happen. It's not right. like you just have it prepared like, right. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, here's yeah. the funeral home I'm going to use. Yeah. Yeah. We don't research that. No. I know. No. We ended up using Duskus on Buffalo Road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love them. Yes. Yeah. That's what we used to. Nancy was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Erica came in. She, you know, I, I'm assuming she was the one that connected me to Emma's. I really don't know. Yeah. yeah she has the line. And then the bat you, phone line. T- did you start tuning into um, support groups? Yes. No? The first support yes. group I went to was the December one in 20. Oh, wow. It was virtual. There she was. She just showed up. Okay. I told you. <laughs> There's like, Jamie. Super nervous. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, like, I'm a pretty, I want to say I'm a pretty positive person. Like, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of kind of life. crap. Yeah. yeah, life crap mm-hmm. that, like, gets you down. But I kind of always just try to, like, keep keep sure. it moving. I always say just keep it moving. Yep. Like, yeah. you know. Just keep swimming. Yeah, exactly. Like, and the thing is... I think every parent says, like, I could probably get through anything but the loss of my child, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we all say, like, that's your worst fear. Right. And for me, it was. But I also never thought it was going to happen. Right. So then when it happened, I knew, I mean, I knew, like, that that day or within several days that it was either going to wreck me mm-hmm. and I was going to be good for nothing or I was going to figure out a way yeah. to get through this and being a mom to me is one of the most important things yeah and being a good mom to my kids like so I knew that I was either going to find the connections to get me through this and you know be as okay as I possibly could be or I was going to get in bed and probably never Never come back yeah yeah so it was to me it was what a like, heavy moment it is to realize you're in that space it yeah is. and i had some wild months like i didn't it, yeah. <laughs> it didn't go perfectly smooth yeah. like don't get me wrong but yeah um i don't know i just 
I'm glad that I found Emma's. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm glad that I was connected. I'm glad that I did the things that I did. Um, but yeah, you've worked really hard. Yeah. I do yeah. it for Josiah. Yeah. yeah. He deserves it. And like I, you know, what good was it gonna come out of it if I just, like I said, I let myself go and never get out of bed again, or I turned to other unhealthy coping sure. mechanisms yeah. that you could turn to. Yeah. I mean, none of that was gonna bring him back. And so after he passed away, another like funny, not funny, but the one thing that I did do for him that I was very, very consistent on was pump. Mm. All I've breastfed all my babies. Um, and like, that was the only thing I could do. So yeah. I pumped every three hours, like Aww. around the clock for the entire three weeks he was born. Wow. And they used to like tell me like just just sleep, and I'd be like, no, I have to, I have to set my alarm so I can pump. Yeah, I cannot on miss. Something. Yes, I could not miss a pumping session. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I would go in the NICU and pump, because like for whatever reason, well like you know like they tell you like to be around the baby or to yeah. watch videos yeah. of the baby when you're pumping. Like I got so much more milk when I was in the room pumping with Aww. him. So like I would always go down there and pump, but I had a lot of milk stored in the NICU. I had a lot at home too, but I had a lot in the NICU. And so like, I remember within hours after him passing, I'm like, what am I gonna do with all this milk? Yeah. Like that was like a huge yeah. thing in my brain. Like, where is it gonna go? I don't want it to get wasted. Yeah. Um, so, and they told me they would store it, but there was so much that they could only store it for so long. Right. So, um, they had told me about the milk bank, but like you have to go through this whole yeah. process, blah, blah, blah. So in a God moment, mm -hmm. the first time I got on Facebook that morning, two posts in was a post from Lawechi League about a mom that needed um, breast milk for her medically fragile baby that she adopted. Mm. And so I messaged her and her husband came and picked the milk up that wow. day. Oh, wow. Yeah. So do you have a big truck? Cause I got a lot of milk. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a picture of myself with like the patient Aww. bags and like they, ha so they cool. put it on. They ice. put them in like transport bags. The, it was a like a dry ice or it something. It was the um, the plastic medical or the patient bags, patient belonging bags. Oh, okay. And they put ice in it, Aww. and it was just all these little tubes oh. <laughs> of milk. That's so awesome. Wow. Yeah. So, I think in that moment I knew that. Mm -hmm any way that I could give back was kind of like gonna be a way that helped me get through right. this yeah because it was such a good feeling mm -hmm. like knowing that his milk wasn't gonna get wasted knowing that you know I was helping another baby that was medically fragile right. and in my mind kind of like Josiah um because I mean he was a 25 week preemie if even if he had lived and even if he was perfect from the down syndrome like he didn't have any other you know health concerns he was always going to have health concerns sure, yeah um so how beautiful how beautifully that was orchestrated yeah no it was stuff and it was what i needed in mm -hmm. that moment as well so it was a good it was good and then i kept pumping for them for like six months wow yeah. they came and picked up a couple do you have any updates on that baby have you kept in touch after oh, you stopped yeah. pumping yeah, a little or, bit. Okay. And if it was We're, like, hey, that's that chapter's over and I need yeah. to yeah. kind of detach myself from that. 
we're still friends on Facebook, and okay. everyone's like, she just uh, gave me some hand me downs for Presley. Oh, that's nice. Look at yeah. that. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. So, kind of moment. yes. Mm. So that was that was one thing that, like, kind of, like I said, it really made me realize that the only way that I get through this is giving back. We did, we sponsored a little boy for Christmas that year and got presents for mm-hmm. him. And I did Easter baskets That's the right. following yes, year. I love that yeah. idea. We yeah. had a birthday party for him. Yes. Yep. We try to do the things. Yes. Yeah. And you show so. up for a lot of other moms, too, in yeah. their grief. I'm not sure if you realize to. that, but <laughs> you are Spoiler really good at that. <laughs> Jamie shows up for yeah. a lot of other moms, and yeah, you pour into a lot of others. Your time and your talent and whatever you have, you're there to give. Well, it's a beautiful to. thing to watch. And especially because people poured into me when mm-hmm. I needed it. So, I mean, I could list off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what the people we do. That's yeah. what this yeah. community does. Right. That's what the purpose of the community is. Yeah. And that's why I love Emma's. <laughs> we didn't pay her to we say didn't that. Make, I didn't pinch her. <laughs> nope. I'm next to her, but I didn't touch her. <laughs> Jimmy, save the line. <laughs> Seriously, though. I love you. Emma's. We love you. So it's... um the beginning of a new year mm-hmm. any thoughts for this year about honoring josiah or taking care of yourself or what is what does grief look like i know it's you can't forecast but anything you want to do this upcoming year i would love to do something i just don't know what and nursing school is hard yeah. hey well <laughs> that's a thing you're doing a thing that's a big yeah. thing that is a thing yes that's a huge yeah. thing actually yeah. And like I know we're gonna have a big party when Jamie graduates. Oh, can we please? Yes. I think that would be motivation for mm. me to keep going. There, you there go. we go. Party want, for just Jamie. Want a party. <laughs> when should you graduate? Next December. Okay. Yeah. So a yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Well, yeah. The yeah. seniors that are like graduating, they're in their practicum right now. So like they're, they're like pretty much done. Wow. Yeah. So like twelve months. Yeah. You can we do got it. this. It, it's exciting. <gasps> Although it's like I'm dying right now because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finals are I'm just drowning. Coming, but yeah. <laughs> finals are coming okay. up, and I'm like, this is it. I can't I, see your body, but your head's full <laughs> of <about Yeah>. water. <laughs> There's I like, see your eyebrows. <laughs> oh, the eyebrows! You see those, huh? Yeah, you there's so much this. riding on the next two weeks. But mm. like, yeah, like you said, I can do this. Yeah. And yes. Hopefully Josiah is up there like tossing some answers in my brain. Yeah. Here, mom. A's. A's. <laughs> hey, listen, C's get degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Passes. Just get get skip passing. Love it. Yes, anything to pass. <laughs> Any grade that's a passing grade is good for me. You you are kicking butt. I, I hope you look in the mirror and I hope you tell yourself that. Because I know we don't give ourselves enough credit in general. Yeah. You are doing hard things. More harder things than not normal, but just a lot of extra things on your plate. And so um, we're here to support you through that. Well, Cheer you. you on and throw you a big party Yes. next year. When I'm you here graduate. for it. We're going to have this big crew. I don't know. Are we allowed to show up to graduation? I don't know. If we might just I, have I to yes. bum rush the stage or something. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm going to do a cartwheel. Yes. <laughs> I would probably die now. if I tried to now. do a cartwheel. Mm-hmm. Well, Jamie, thank you for coming in. Thank you for sharing Josiah with us and his journey and just everything you do for others. We see you, and we're really proud of you. And we know you do this for Josiah. Yes. 
And thank you listeners for tuning in. Um, thanks for the last year of listening and looking forward to this, this whole year, 2023 of podcasts. If you have heard the podcast and you'd like to be a guest, please reach out um, and stay tuned next week for another episode of Confessions of a Grieving Mother. <laughs>